Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Howdy, everyone. Dr. Turin Agarwal here. And this week on episode 172 of the T-Bone Speaks podcast, we're going to talk about going through a practice professional divorce with Dr. Jen Kerwin from Kansas. Kansas. (laughs) As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Meredith cooper That's what I'm going to call you today, (laughs) Meredith Cooper. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the T-Bone Speaks podcast. I have a review for everyone. The subject line on this one says, love me some T-Bone. He's entertaining, direct, to the point. Immediately, this podcast is phenomenal. Download it, tell your friends, and if they don't download it themselves, steal their phone and do it for them. I, who did is, you, did I, you find somebody I, to I, post that? I think I posted that myself, to be quite honest with you. Uh, who was that? Uh, Arlo04. Arlo04, I love you. You're, <laughs> you're my new, if you're a woman, you're my new favorite girlfriend. If you're a man, I just, you're my new bra, man. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so uh, let's talk about uh, what's going on in the world of 3D this week. Yeah, I wanted to give you guys all an update. So this weekend, we are again with a double course. I don't know why we keep doing this. Well, I mean, you, you keep saying it's yes me. to me. <laughs> so I have one course. We have Dr. Aaron Elliott. We will be in Phoenix for a sold out sleep one, probably our biggest course yet. Yeah, I think so. We should have about 80 people at yes. that course in Phoenix. We'll be doing it at the uh, Dental Success Network uh, Training Center with Dr. Mark Costas. Uh, he was gen- generous enough to allow us to uh, use his place. So I want to say a shout out to him and thank you. And then we also, here in Raleigh, we have our oral sedation training, which is just one of the best classes. Yeah, It's such a cool thing to see. Well, you know, I think, um, you know, we have some spots left for that class. And I want to talk to everybody about oral sedation. Um, If you are not offering some level of sedation in your practice, you are truly missing out. Um, It's not to be scared of. It's not going to bring crazy patients to your practice. Uh, In fact, we use it more on our regular everyday patients than we do on high fear patients. Uh, so if you want and you're able to come in this weekend, we'd love to have you. Just contact Meredith or go on the website. We don't do discounts. Just I know what you're already thinking. And then or we'll have another course uh, this fall. If you want to have that, uh, if you want to register for that, we'd love to see you. And another opportunity we have coming up this month is which a lot of people have been talking about is our case acceptance seminar, the business of dentistry, and that's called The Next. We'll be in Nashville at the end of the month. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Nashville, February 28th, and 
uh, just outside Nashville in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, myself and Sully Sullivan are going to be doing a case acceptance seminar, and we're going to walk people through our four steps to proper and sustainable case acceptance. Step one is focused on diagnosis. Uh, what can we do to help our patients see and help ourselves see uh, to be able to diagnose better? Uh, step two is influential communication, how we help and move our patients to want more of the treatment that they need. Step three is firm financial arrangements, how we create a financial menu and different ways to help patients afford the dentistry that we want them and they need. And then step four is how do we start scheduling ourselves to make it easier for patients to come in our schedule without creating chaos everywhere and be able to help increase the number of larger cases that we do. Uh, so we're super excited. Uh, I'm super excited about uh, doing that seminar and uh, I hope to see more of you there. Again, that's February 28th in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, to get more information, visit 3d-dentists.com. And a side note, that seminar is greatly underpriced. It works out to be about 300 bucks a person. Uh, if you're the dentist coming alone, I think we charge you like $3,000 to come alone. <laughs> but if you come as a dentist and four team members, it's only 1500 bucks. Yes. Yeah, so one last thing in our 3D world is we just wrapped up my birthday weekend celebrating our dental implant continuum. And our next two sessions are all wrapped into that. So it is sold out, but we do have a couple spots left for our sessions later this year. Yeah. So the digital implant continuum is about those people that uh, are not in implant dentistry, but want to get in using digital technologies, uh, regardless of what brand of cone beam or what brand of digital impression system you have. This program is fantastic. It includes live patients, hands-on and didactic training. So with all that being said... All those sales pitches, Meredith. You know, somebody's <laughs> got to pay for this podcast, right? I'm tired of it coming we out of my pocket. We are sponsored by 3D Dentists. <laughs> so let's get to episode 172, uh, going through a practice divorce with Dr. Jen Kerwin in Kansas. All right. Uh, we're joined by Jennifer Kerwan. Kerwan. Kerwan of Leavenworth, Kansas, home of a very large prison. How do you that's, like that? That's I love it. That's Am what, I telling the truth? That's what we're known for. Um, actually, the truth is, is they're like there. There are probably four or five prisons there. There's jails, prisons. There's a NASCAR racetrack. Thank you. I just feel, I feel so. And a military um, base. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're making mm -hmm. me feel really good about where I come from. That's awesome. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I went to dental school not too far from there, so I'm very familiar with it. That's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, it's a uh, it's it's a military town mostly because it's a war college town. So everybody um, who is all of the officers in the military have to go through there. Um, these are our biggest leaders. This is where Colin Powell went through. Um, this is where uh, all the generals, the top generals, come through. So it's really mm -hmm. kind of cool because you get to meet. A lot of these families that um, their spouses are moving and shaking our country and protecting our country. So, yeah, yeah well, pretty cool. How'd you end up there? Um, interesting. I uh, was uh, I went to college not too far from there at Benedictine in Atchison, Kansas, on a tennis scholarship. And in where? In Benedictine in Atchison, Kansas. Okay. Yeah. That's um, where I met my husband. And, again, um, tennis was my sport that – Took me there on a full ride scholarship. So oh, that I was, should have played with you this weekend. 
I would have kicked your rear end. You don't know that. I kind of do. I know I'm a little bit bigger, I've but lo- I get moving. I've lost once, and I was in labor. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, I can't. Well, I look like I'm going to go into labor. <laughs> it's the only time my husband has ever beat me yeah. was I was in labor. So that's, that's a true story. Um, so, no, um, I ended up uh, joining the Army uh, when I was in undergrad, and so I had a commitment, but I got an educational delay, went to okay. uh, Creighton. Yeah, um, in, in Omaha. Mm-hmm, in Omaha, same place as Aaron Elliott. And uh, then went and did my um, my active duty time, and my last duty station was Fort Leavenworth. Oh, wow. So never stuck around. I didn't ever plan to. It just ended up being kind of a little... Was your husband in the military as well? No, no. he was not. No, mm-hmm. um, I ended up having... Four children during that time period. That's a lot. Um, they're all teenagers right now, which is a um, kind of a death sentence, but it's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I have a 13 year old, so I kind of know what <laughs> you you're talking about. You understand. But uh, yeah, no, so he uh, was, is a, a stay at home dad still okay. uh, with them. So yeah, but anyway, I ended up at Fort Leavenworth and I ended up meeting a um, wonderful pediatric dentist there. And gosh, it just kind of, I was going to open my own practice, but he invited me to create a adult part Within. to yes he said that the uh, pediatric moms the patients mm-hmm. uh, moms were always asking him if he could treat them and so it just made sense he was prior service military and um, it just was this awesome powerhouse combination. So we remodeled. I took on the general dentistry side, created it within the practice. And then he had a thriving pediatric practice, too. So, okay. yeah, it was... It was, the, it was those, the right opportunity, right city. Yes, okay. yes. And, you know, and, and, you know, I hear from so many dentists that, uh, well, at least the dentists coming out of school, they all want to live in major metro areas. Yeah. But the, I always I always say to them, the real money and the real yes. opportunities in about 45, yes. on average, 45 to 75 minutes yes. outside of a major metro area. Yes. And I think Leavenworth fits into it's that It's a ballpark. bedroom community to Kansas City, and it's just right outside, um, about 20 minutes from the airport, 20 minutes from the city, mile lim- the city limits. And so it really, for me, is a honey hole because I like being a big fish in a little pond. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought I wanted to go to Kansas City, but, you know, I don't have to fight traffic. Um, it's wonderful. You don't it, have to fight other dentists? No. Or as many of them? <laughs> no, yeah. not at all, actually. Everybody, we all, in my town, we all really support each other, yeah. too. There's a lot of really great dentists in my town, so. Well, you had mentioned Erin Elliott, so mm-hmm. while, while you did mention her, let's get, get a quick plug in. Sure. But uh, you uh, are here, spend four days with her yeah. at our Sleep One and Sleep Two program. Yes. How'd you meet Erin? Um, I met Erin through uh, Mommy Dennis and Business. It's okay. a, uh, a uh, Facebook group. group. Um, they won't let me in. Yes. I don't know why, gonna I'm going to get the ACLU, and I'm going to sue them. It's kind of weird. Well, we are prejudiced. You do have to have the right parts, but um, and a baby. I'm in transition. You are? You identify yeah. as? Identif- that's the word. You identify, identify as. as. Okay, produce yeah. a baby I can get, I can and get a you note. can join. I, I have three. I can. <laughs> I got one. I got one in here. <laughs> You're scary. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so, you know. So, anyway. So, you met Aaron online. I did. Okay. I did. I'll be honest with you. Um, I had taken a, I had taken a, uh, a course um, through uh, Spear, actually, on sleep, and it really just open my eyes to mm-hmm. this whole world and I, I couldn't unknow what I knew now then and it really just made me feel like I've got to do something about mm-hmm. you know the, to help your patients yes and, and help you practice and I went back and just looked at everybody especially all the kids so differently and anyway um 
I started all of a sudden getting all of these referrals from um, ENTs and uh, other doctors in the area. I didn't seek out mm-hmm. um, about um, getting a, uh, a an appliance made, um, but I really just didn't feel like I had enough information to feel confident to do it. The information that was presented to us was really great. It just wasn't, Erin put it in a recipe for us. And so the way she presented it really made it easy to follow, broken down. Um, And I'm, I'm leaving. I did her 101 course and I'm in the middle of the level two, which was kind of a big jump. But for me, this is such an awesome I wouldn't call it a refresher because I feel like I've really cemented the information. Yeah. And she presents just yeah. so beautifully. And she's know, so funny. We're so fortunate to have her. You know, here's, yeah. what, I, here's what I would say. She stole my workflow. <laughs> but um, no. Um, <laughs> so you get the credit. No, no, no. We've worked really hard together to really build a program that is about putting sleep into action. Yes. Sleep apnea therapy into action. Yes, and successfully. And, and so Spear does a phenomenal job yes. of giving a lot of science and mm-hmm. a lot of information. And, yes. But I think where what we have seen with a lot of people that have come, not just from Spear programs, but other sleep apnea programs, especially yes. the AADSM type programs, mm-hmm. is that people struggle to put into action yes. how to how to involve their team, how to help make it affordable, how to get the hygienist on board, how to, you know, all those, all the little steps. Steps, you mm-hmm. know that really are successful yes. that make practices successful with implementation uh, that's really where we focus that's why it's called sleep one implementation yes. and then sleep two uh, is about the next level it's about dealing with complications dealing with mm-hmm. you know just more and more knowledge yeah. so that you're more confident and pediatrics and, pediatrics, mm-hmm. and i think that might really fit yes. into your ball game yes you know um i think anybody can talk about sleep but the way that this these courses have been geared towards the entire team. Sometimes I sit in um, courses that are for the entire team, but I always kind of feel like they're not really talking to me. They're really kind of have it put in a way that's really for my assistant. So I'm always feeling just kind of like Mm -hmm. a support role. This is different because what you realize through this is that you have to find your sleep champion, which is the person that does this for you within your practice. That owns it. Owns it for you. And doctors need to just get out of the way. And that's really my take home because yeah. I tend to get way too involved in things um, and want to be micromanaging in there because yeah. I don't know if you know this, but dentists are like that. No, well, I don't know. I am I am so like that <laughs> or was so like that. No, but it's that's what's been wonderful for me is because I can visualize now my person um, who I want to take over all of yeah. that. So I think it's just, it's exciting to me. I left, bought my my uh, equipment yeah. that I need, yes, and invested. My team's excited. So I think that, I think it's going to be a blast. And I feel yeah. good. Like, I left the first course back in February um, scared. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what to do. Like Overwhelmed. Yes. So Very much overwhelmed. And then when these DME, which, uh, durable medical equipment prescriptions started coming in for me to make this, mm-hmm. I thought, I don't really know what to do. Which one do I choose? Where I do I put the bite? There's just all too these things, right? much floating around. And now I How just, do I build medical? How do right, I, All these questions, I had no right? clue. But that's how I met Erin. It was that on this mommy site, I finally got so overwhelmed. I, I, I posted. out for help. I posted. Yeah. And, and somebody, actually, many people continued yeah. to recommend her. And so then I messaged her. You don't ever mention my name in this? I don't know if you. I th- maybe I think it. Was, I thought it was a steak. Uh, yeah, possibly. We're talking just, about yeah, possibly. 
but you know that hurts my feelings just so you know but, no but i will tell you the brand no, that you created 3d no, dentist was definitely mentioned no, which is really no good. I, i'm somewhat joking not completely not really joking no not at all not at all but um you know, so, well, thank you. Number one, thank you for your support. My children appreciate it. Hi. It helps support all the stuff you see here. <laughs> and uh, so we greatly appreciate it. But I do think um, uh, one last point, and then we'll get back to really what I want to talk about. Sure. Is um, I think what one of the things that separates us is that, um, and I've got to give Aaron all the credit on this, is that we support our people mm-hmm. um, afterwards. We have our private Facebook group that you can come in and the ask very, speci- very specific questions. And then even outside of that, even non-attendees mm-hmm. through the mommy dentist group mm-hmm. and all of that, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, we, we really focus on making sure people su- uh, do well with this. Yeah. Um, so you guys have mommy dentists. Mm-hmm. My, my wife has a mommy, uh, what is it, uh, Physician Purse Club or <laughs> something like that. So when she has a you know a problem, that, yes. like my daughter yes. bro- broke four of her fingers a couple of weeks ago, and uh, so she got the X-rays from you know whatever X-rays right. we had taken, and she said I went online and posted it in the in the Mommy Purse Club, the Physician Purse Club sure. group. And I'm like, oh my god, and I knew it, what to do. It's, it's, <laughs> so so you guys have that, and my, my wife has group. the, the purse group. group. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, what what stood out to me and and when we were talking and and mm-hmm. and there's so much more about you that I would love to talk about, you know, your clinical skills, how great you are clinically, you. you know, the work that you're doing, you know, uh but what stuck stuck out to me that I really want to focus on is 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 your practice story. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you were alluding to earlier uh, you joined a pediatric dentist. You I built did. a general dentist portion within, within this. Mm-hmm. I, were you an associate at the time? Uh, for for a few years, and then I became a partner. Okay, so yeah. then you became equal 50-50 mm-hmm. partners. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I rocked it. Yeah, of I course. I doing so much better than him. So, <laughs> well, d- d- let me ask you, on a side note, uh, mm-hmm. my wife's going to beat me this year. And it hurt. I'm proud. Don't get me wrong, Okay. But there's a little bit of an ego crush there. Yeah. You know, do you think he had that? Oh, yes. We oh, we made no bones about our competitive nature. It yeah. was... But there's a is, difference in being competitive and then having your ego hurt <sighs> and being a little bit uh, bitter about it. No, I don't think he was ever bitter. Okay. I mean, we all we both kind of cheered each other on. That's we were good. really great partners, but it was always like, ha ah, ha, I beat you this year. But then I think, I think with as much cosmetic dentistry as I was doing, yeah. I it's really hard for Pito to keep up with that, right. you know, but... My um, wife always says, I get $80 at a time and you get $10,000 at a time. <laughs> exactly. You know? so, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, that's a whole, that's a lot of RPEs, yeah, <laughs> you know, to try is. to keep up right. with. But. So, okay. So you had this good partnership. I had a great You're partnership. 50, 50 partners. Yes. And so let, let's, I'll just let you take it over. So tell me what happened. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. 
We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Well, so my uh, my partner uh, decided he needed to retire, and it was pretty quickly like that he had decided to. He, um, I think, was having some health issues at that point, and had been in dentistry for so long. And um, so he, I had first right of refusal, but I was still paying my right. half of you know my side off so I couldn't take it anyway he uh, brought on another partner very very quickly sold his half to someone and it was very difficult because um, I thought it was going great I had full 100% um, confidence and hopes in his decision I got to be a part of the decision of course but um, about four months into it um, just out of the blue Jen can I talk to you for a second outside sure um, yeah, I want to split. I want to take my patients and, um, and open my own practice down the street. And I, I'm learning from my mistakes. I didn't have, we all learn from our mistakes. Oh, so radius clause is one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he's, um, he's successful, but he's know, a pediatric dentist. He's a pediatric dentist down so, the so street. Is there really a com- competition there? But well, a lot of that probably feeds your practice. It does. And here's why, because this brand, I think this was the hardest thing for me is that, and also my current, my, my old partner, cause he still comes to me as mm-hmm. his dentist. And I think it really just hurts his feelings when you, I mean, imagine someone taking over this, this 3d dentist that mm-hmm. you've created, that you have, Fed, nurtured. nurtured, changed everything and put your blood, sweat, and tears into. And that was our brand. So he was called something different. And when I came on board, we named our our practice the Smile Center. And it, you know, it grew into this beautiful thing. And then to have somebody rip it basically apart. just rip it apart, it was so hard. Were things not going well for you two? Well, so no, things were going really, really well as far as I think our, you know, the practice was doing really well. But I mean, there's so much that now that that you know got broken open. Mm-hmm. Now I realize where there were yeah, problems. Yeah, you're peeling the onion yeah, back. You, do, you, you, you do. look back through the retrospective. You, you look back and go, "Wow, how did I not see how this? How did I not see that coming?" Yeah. But I was so I just had rose-colored glasses on, and I was just so ready to have this new partner and and get going. And I was terrified because my my rock was leaving. How long ago was this? Um, this was in 2000, November of 2016 was the final so about split. three years ago. It was. However, in 2014 is when he told me he was leaving. So we had to stay in the oh, same wow. house. Oh, wow. Wait, let me back up. So, yeah. so God, this is horrible. This is, it is awful. <laughs> so this is being... So, so five years ago, yes, you got the news out yes, of the blue. Out of bam, the blue. Band-aid ripped do, off. But it doesn't work that way. A divorce in a practice is a lot harder 
messier and more expensive than a partnership. I believe that, and I learned that. And so it wasn't as if he could just leave and you can't pick up a chair and move it or whatever. And you guys own it. Yes, we own it equal. So try splitting that up. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was so his and hers furniture, and you know. So then I bought all. You know, it's literally like a divorce. It was exactly like a divorce. And then you're living in the same house in a divorce, and then you have the kids for two more years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it was like more like eighteen months, really. But then you have the kids, you know, which are the assistants and yeah. the hygienists going, well, we don't want to go with him. We want to stay with you. And I'm like, you can't stay with me because you belong to him. And it was really, <laughs> really hard. You know, these are all the things we don't even think about. No, right? you because, don't. Because, you really like, don't. I never thought about that. Right? You because really don't. And it, it just, I mean, all the way, gosh, I mean, all the way down to just TVs and video cable. I mean, it just gets to the point where you're like, I don't care. Okay, I just want it over with. Yeah. So when it ended, you know, it, I just did. That was the day I came home and opened up a, a bottle of Dom Perignon. Mm-hmm. I did. And I was like, it's over. It's done. And my husband and I celebrated. And um, because I realized we were not a good match. And what they, did this do to you financially? Um, financially, financially, actually, I thought I was going to do really, really well. But um because I was in a military town and I was treating all of these military uh, families, that was my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought I was doing really well. So I went ahead and took out a, lo- a working capital loan. I did a great big renovation of, not renovation, a, a, a design and mm-hmm. lay, just revamped everything. He took <laughs> the old chairs and actually didn't even use them and got rid of them, I believe. Um, which is just, to me, hurtful. Um, and then so I bought all new pediatric chairs, so my practice has one wing that's pedo and one wing that's adult. And you were doing the pediatrics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. I had basically a residency with okay. him, and so I, I was you. very comfortable treating children. I love treating kids, and since I have, like, 8,000 so kids So you were kind of like, you, you were starting over with a smaller, yeah. I guess you had a patient base. Yeah. But here's the worst part. I had an associate. We shared an associate. And in that divorce... How do you split that? So her production gets... I know. It's hard. So her production would get split. And um, we shared her. And through the divorce, we lost her too. So, okay. So now... I'm not trying to make this convoluted or complicated. Mm -hmm. It is. It's okay. You couldn't buy your partner out because you weren't ready. Right. Financially. And then you had this divorce. Not personal divorce a professional divorce yes. so that probably had some financial setback with it $250,000 that had a financial setback to it so now you're in more debt mm-hmm. and you don't mm-hmm. have equipment mm-hmm. and no that bought the equipment okay that bought the equipment mm-hmm. okay that bought the equipment. so you had to do a renovation so mm-hmm. now you bought the equipment yes. there you go all right so yeah. now things are looking up things are looking up things are looking really up and i'm super excited because i have the name I have the brand and I have the reputation. He's only been in town a few mm-hmm. months, so it doesn't. Right. I didn't think anything of it. But um, I think the hardest part was within. I believe it was maybe a few months later, the military insurance changed mm-hmm. from MetLife to United Concordia, and the reimbursement was below Medicaid, and there was no way I could do. I think it ended up being like six fillings in the same time it took me to do one in order to make ends meet. And so I lost 50% of my practice right then and there. And just hanging on by a shoestring, I I, honestly, I give it a thousand percent up to uh, my God and the Lord because I was such a control freak driving it that I finally just gave up and said, this is for you. This isn't for me. And 
and just do what you're going to do with it, and I'll ride along. And I honestly believe that me giving up that control, I never missed a beat. I never missed a beat. Patients from the town were waiting to get in, and I didn't even know it. I didn't know. Because you had, all this stuff was taken up all the time. Because my military families, which I love and I miss, they were so wonderful. That's all I was booking. And so now I have this really well-rounded practice that feeds everybody. And so since then, um, and, it, you know, I went through some really hard times, too. I really had to do some gut, really big Did you ever want to give up? Yes. Yes. Did you want to sell? Yes, I wanted Did bankruptcy ever come into the picture? Almost. Almost. Yeah, almost. How do you overcome all of this? Okay, so let me back up. I, okay, I'm sorry. Let me let me set the stage here, okay? Mm-hmm. So my question, look, I have so much respect for mommies, mm-hmm. okay? And professional working mommies, for sure. So listen, you've got, you've got a practice loan. You mm-hmm. unexpectedly had to take on a quarter more million dollars. Mm-hmm. You lost half your practice, mm-hmm. essentially. And then six months yeah. in, you, you lost a military yeah. contract or insurance, basically, yeah. that was non-viable anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're a mother. A you four. have a four children. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to... Make, no, I'm just, it's a but, little bit. Yeah. So, it's a little bit. So how do, you, how, how, do you, how do you not say, okay, I'm going to sell, I'm just going to go work for somebody? I really think I can... I mean, yeah. I really... I guess really failure wasn't an option. Okay. And I, you know, I had to really rely on the support of my husband to just make me get out of bed in the morning. I went through a pretty darn serious uh, time of depression, okay. um, big time, and didn't want to get out of bed. Um, How long did that last? I would say probably a good year and a half, almost two years, because because I was working so hard, I felt like just to have to have let people have a job and I didn't want to let them down I didn't want to let my family down and as the breadwinner you know I had so many mouths to feed and depend on and I knew that the option was not to quit I I, I'd been through too much in my life even from a young kid to quit now and I was living my dream which was a nightmare well it turned into a nightmare (laughs) temporarily it did but But it doesn't feel temporarily at the time does it? no it it feels yeah no it it feels unending and I had just a great team that supported me I had a great husband I have a great husband that (laughs) supported me um he's uh he's my starter husband I'm still he's it's only been 24 years so he's I tell him that you're my starter husband no um but yeah and our kids were 15 13 11 and 9 at the time so it was a lot and that's that's a busy time. A, oh my God! Are think you about me? yeah. Think about your obligations. Yeah, I have as a nine, parent. eleven, and thirteen, yeah. so I get it. <laughs> um, you know, people were telling me you can't take time away from your practice. You just need to work. You need to work, and I believe too that you do need to have um, an associate too to help reap some of those benefits of being mm. a practice owner. I really feel like when you're just a single. I was just making money to make ends meet, and yeah. so I was building it back up and building the reputation and. You know, I got lots of those patients back from the oh. pediatric specialist that wanted to come back. And, um, yeah, I just kept my nose to the grindstone and just kept going and just buried myself in continuing education and, and just continued to, to do good dentistry, to do honest, good work. And I think that you're, that spoke for itself, I guess. And I'm still here. There were days I didn't want to be here anymore, but I'm still here. So So things are back and better than ever? Things are so 
freaking good. Um, I have an awesome, I hired an awesome associate about six months ago. Um, he's just doing phenomenally well. Patients love him. And I can pee during the middle of the day now because <laughs> <laughs> I have help. So I have three hygienists. I never let. I just carry a bottle around. <laughs> <laughs> a bag um, <laughs> no I never had to let any of my people go and I think that was hard because I thought I was going to have to because overhead yeah. for your um, you know for payroll is the hardest thing yeah. right and so never missed a beat um, yeah I still have that debt yeah I'm still paying that off but it's it's all coming it's all coming around and I'm I think I'm more excited than ever about where my practice is going because I feel like I've got this direction now. And, and the associate buys you time. And the associate buys me time. And space and yes. margin yeah. and your schedule. And I'm always worried. I mean, I think you're always waiting for the other foot to fall sometimes, but you can't live like that. You know, I don't know. I hope my associate is happy. I hope he wants to stay. Um, I hope I'm creating a nurturing environment and being a good mentor. I love teaching. I love, I, I just... I, I love sharing knowledge, but, um, I mean, the, the, you can't live wondering what's going to happen tomorrow. You yeah. know what I mean? Or you'll miss it today. Well, I want to thank you for being so open because you shared a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff that, you know, but in the world of fake book mm-hmm. and the fake influencer grammars, Instagram people, um, nobody's, not enough people are open about depression and as a, mm-hmm. as a husband to a psychiatrist um, mm-hmm. who suffers from depression mm-hmm. has suffered from bouts of depression that are serious yeah. and l- ongoing depression that I take medication mm-hmm. for not enough people talk about they don't about the the tough times yeah you know and there are times where I'm guilty of that as well mm-hmm. and the times that we want to give up or yeah. the times that we feel like you know we down on ourselves like how the hell did I let this happen yeah Right. You know, and how am I going to get back out of this? And, you know, what do I do? How do I show my face in the community? And, you know, all the things that nobody talks about. Well, we're not honest with ourselves because we're constantly comparing ourselves um, with everybody else. And now that it is so out there, that information on Instagram as you swipe just makes each case you look at makes you feel, oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, my gosh, I'm not doing that. Oh, my gosh, that's so... And we never take the perspective, the context of the person doing it. For sure. Is it the only, only filling they did all right. day long? You know, did they get paid $800 for that exactly. filling? Because I got paid 108 you know? I can only compare myself to what I was yesterday, and that's yeah. kind of my goal is just to each day become better at my my craft and my skills and um otherwise i'm just an over glorified construction worker with yeah, the, mechanics exactly a pothole i dig potholes yeah. and i fill them you know what i mean you know what i mean but um i i think that it's real dangerous because especially the new dentists that are coming out now i feel like are are so connected to the to, to instagram and and, Fake and, book and yes and it's no different than when i was 13 looking at MySpace? 17 Magazine, right? <laughs> no, no, that was, yeah, no, I'm dating myself a little bit. No, but, you know, we Me can't. CompuServe, AOL, <laughs> you've got mail. Dial up. Yeah. You know, CDs in the magazines. <laughs> right. To install AOL. All right, if we could look back. Yes. Okay. Uh, what advice or what would you tell somebody that you've learned uh, from this experience that some people should look out for or understand? Get a good attorney. Well, when before after? <laughs> um, I think really I learned that I was way too emotional about my decisions, mm-hmm. and that just believing in something 
isn't a good business model. That's really where I learned some tough love in business and that, you know, you really do need to take the emotion out of it when making those decisions. And, and, and it's not a negative Nancy prenuptial uh, agreement that, you know, what, what if when we divorce, but I did learn uh, some really hard lessons, even with my partnership agreement with my, uh, my prior partner, when we went to split, there were things in the partnership agreement that I didn't even realize were in there that I didn't do my homework on. And so I learned that I was making decisions that were based on emotion and excitement and all of that. And I, I, I've learned to really kind of put my big girl pants on and have a better perspective. And, and I just, I feel much more prepared for the future okay. and those business decisions now. And I don't, I don't take things as seriously anymore either. Good for you. Well, I wish you all the best. Thank I know you. you're doing beautiful work. Thank you. You need to put yourself out there a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> thank you. People should learn from you. Thank you. And, um, Thank you for sharing. So how can our audience get in touch with you? Um, audience can get in touch with me by emailing me, okay. um, jkerwin, mm-hmm. K-I-R-W-A-N-D-D-S, um, at gmail.com. Not AOL? No, it's not <laughs> AOL. No. <laughs> and then probably can get in touch with you through all the social and media And through channels. all the social media chains yeah. on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And Facebook. All and Fa- and MySpace. Or yeah, no, no, no. Fa- what do they call it? Spacebook. Let's Spacebook, call it Spacebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So well, best of luck to you. Thank you for giving thank us you for your support. Thank you for and the thanks for ha- sharing your story. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you. Oh, give me a hug. Hey, podcast family, T Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the three D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, Let's get to this week's episode.